racism. It's a harder struggle against mm. racism for me mm. than it is against AIDS. Mm. What it meant to me is that there's no way for the rest of us to understand that daily encounter. Which brings me to my question to you. Do you still have that encounter? Do you, Tony Morrison, Pulitzer Prize winner, successful, honored in the halls of academe, mm. etc., still have that encounter? Yes, I do, Charlie, but let me add, tell you that's the wrong question. Okay, what's the right question? How do you feel? Not you, Charlie Rose, right. but don't you understand that the people who do this thing, who practice racism, right. are bereft. There is something distorted about the psyche. It's a huge waste, and it's a corruption and a distortion. It's like it's a profound neurosis that nobody examines for what it is. It feels crazy. It is crazy. And it leaves, it has just as much of a deleterious effect on white people and possibly equal as it does black people. I always knew that I had the moral high ground all my life. I always thought those people who said I couldn't come in the drugstore and I had to sit in this funny place, I couldn't you go in the park. I did. And I thought they knew that I knew that they were inferior to me morally. I Brothers and sisters, today is March the 7th, 2021. This is episode 173. I opened up with that clip. It's... Uh, from the Alex, it's from Alex Hyman on YouTube. It was our sister, may she rest in peace, Toni Morrison. You would have to check out the rest of the interview, but the key question in that particular interview basically was, what are white people without racism? What are white people without racism? See, racism is basically, it's a prejudice. Yes, and sometimes that prejudice can turn into something really, really bad. When people practice such racism, you know, the behavior towards a group, mainly black people. That's where it's really geared at. Their hate towards black people. Inferior. Because, see, when black people do something, when they gather in groups, here they come. The race soldiers, here they come. Why? Because race soldiers pretty much predominantly are white. And any group that joins these white race soldiers pretty much are the same. No matter black, brown, red, yellow, whatever. They become the same. And the sad thing about this is, what are white people without racism? Everybody has their own definition. And if you were honest with your definition, you would understand. Without racism, really, what are you? You go around hating. Because basically, you can say whatever you want to say in regards to it. Oh, white supremacy, yada, yada, yada. But to me, it's all about one thing. It's hate. It's hate for a group. It's like, look at the, the Congress uh, today. 
anything to keep black people and brown people from voting. They'll do anything. They will cheat. And these are supposed to be respected politicians. They're not respected. You respect them. If you respect a cheater, then that, that's something you need to check your moral, your morals. But you're talking about hate, man. Hate. What is hate? This is the verb. Feel intense or passionate dislike for someone. Feel intense or passionate dislike for someone. Black people. Here's the noun version. Intense or passionate dislike. Feeling of hate and revenge. There you go. That's, that's black people, no matter how you look at it. That's how much white folks hate black people. You could throw in all other groups, but the main target is usually the black group. No matter how it's said, no matter how it's done, it's usually the black group that is more targeted. What are black people without race? No, what are white people without racism? I don't even think they know. That fuels them to get up in the morning with hate on the mind. It ain't get up with dislike. We talking about hate. I just like the word hate because that's what it is. When you live long enough, you see it all. No matter what somebody try to come, somebody who's young and ain't experienced nothing, try to tell you what you think, what you done lived. And you get a lot of that sometimes. And look at the people in the office of uh, politics. That's just hate. That's just hate. The way they do the people, how they try to suppress the vote. The elections have always been the same pretty much. And all of a sudden, one man, number 45, says they cheated. And here come a bunch of white haters to say, we're going to storm the White House and we're going to take back the White House. That's hate. For what they've done, that's hate. For what he said. That's hate. He was spewing all of that hate onto more ignorant haters. And January 6th is what you got. When we talk about what our sister said, Toni Morrison. Toni Morrison's family, her father, was a brother who he didn't let white people in his house. Why? He didn't care who he was. Only way, uh, I, I was listening to a little bit of her interview. This is another interview that Tony Morrison said. Only way he was allowed, anybody was allowed. No, I think, it was on, I think she was being interviewed by Oprah. But like I said, you could look it up. Tony Morrison. Tony is with the I, not a Y. For some of you who may not know. Well, anyway, Tony Morrison's father always looked at white folks as being inferior to him. And black people today have all, for some reason, you have those, but then you have a good majority to look at white people as superior. And they're not. You, you, you based everything on money and power, but they're not superior to you. They never were. But when you have it ingrained in your mind for so long, eventually you may think, oh man, yeah, they are better. Or you might think, because when I was growing up, you know, you would always hear, you know, how, how white kids were smart. It's like, as you get older, every step you take, then you realize they're not as smart 
as they were uh, always made out to be. What they do, they take black kids with the same intelligence and they test them with these, these frivolous tests. And then they try to put black kids, especially boys, into special ed classes to say that they're slow. They, they, they're not quite up to snuff or quite up to standards in whatever particular field or subject that they may be you know, tested in. But that's just what they do. It's like you take a child, a black kid who has full energy. You put him in a white, a white teacher's class. And the first thing she wants to do is have him taken and being tested. And then the next thing you know, they're giving out shots of whatever. And the next thing you know, that kid who was once so vibrant, flying up and down, all because she doesn't have the time or want to take the time or patience to settle this kid down and find out what's going on. Because usually it's nothing. It's just a six-year-old, a five-year-old, six-year-old, seven-year-old, eight-year-old black boy who's just got a lot of energy. Because black kids have a lot of energy. But they take it, and the next thing you know, they want to, these schools, they which is usually run by white folks, and they want to give shots. And that vibrant little child that you once knew, he becomes a zombie. And then they test him and put him in special ed, especially if he's a boy. That's what they do. That's what they've done forever, ever since we've been free. And then you say, oh, it's just, well, he's just, he just don't, he's just too wild. It's not he's wild. He's a child. He's a child. But that's what these schools do. And the parents that don't know no better, they go along with it, not really understanding. When they say give them a shot or give them medication to some bullshit, excuse the language, bullshit ass psychiatrist from the school comes and next thing you know, your once vibrant child, like I say, is a zombie. And you don't understand, why? What's wrong with my child? Well, because what these people say, you have to take with a grain of salt. Because we've been lied to as black people forever. Forever. No matter how you look at it, we've been lied to. They've been lied to. Uh, white folks have been, been lying. And not only that, they've been lying to their own with certain things of history. See, you still got to keep your own in line as well. And that's what they do with lies. Not just a lie. Lies. Plural. It's the same thing with, with, with your 45. He lied so much, it became the truth. And people, people have taken a lie for the truth. And black people have taken lies for the truth. And everybody else that falls in that category. See, people believe black people, they always put black people as mean or disgruntled. They, they try to use, an ex, use me in an example, by saying I was rude and abrupt. A job that I've been doing for three years, but I'm rude and abrupt. Well, of course, they're going to say that. Because see, when you are a person, a black person, and you're just doing your job. You say something the wrong way. It's like you almost have to put tenor in your voice. Hi. When you got bass in your voice, like I carry bass in my voice, I'm a problem. 
I'm always told, oh, you, you, you know, people, they, they, they hear you and, 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 you know, they get offended. Oh, they, they say this, they say that. And it's, it, it, it may be true. But I am not a woman. I am not gay. I'm not going to put tenor in my voice because that's not who I am. And for the black man, he has to put tenor in his voice because if he speaks natural, it's a problem. It's taken as, oh man, he's rude and abrupt, like they put on me. But back in the day, black people never, a lot of them never thought that white folks was uh, superior to them. Because if you go back in time, after slavery, white folks wasn't working. It was black folks that was doing all the work. Black folks was doing the working. White folks weren't doing working. Building. Black folks was doing all the building. You had it in your schools. Then they took it out to schools. Car mechanic. Wood shop. Electronics. They took all that stuff out to schools. Home ec. Took all that stuff out to schools. Because see, it's always something when they see black people doing well. Here they come. It's the same thing. Black people working in the factories. Good jobs. Not great, good jobs, able to support a family. You know, maybe uh, you could take your family out, buy a car, even buy a house. They saw this. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Black Wall Street, perfect example. We always go to Black Wall Street, perfect example. Now, see, these are things that are happening, still happening. They just do it in a different way. It's the same thing with banks. Black people go to a bank. That's why black people, you need your own banks. You go to a bank. They charge you high interest rates. Insurance. They charge you high rates. As opposed to black or white folks. They charge you. This is by design of hate. To keep you down. To keep you broke. To keep you with nothing. To keep you poor. That's why they come into Africa and they do the same thing. In the government a good majority of them, they are filled with black and white hate towards their own people. You taking loans for something that you can't pay back, so you give part of the country's resources to these devils. I hate to use the term devils, but that's where you coming from. It don't matter, because it ain't usually the United States. It's other countries filled with devils too. They ain't just America. But the problem is, what would white people be without racism? And I'm going to give you an answer. There ain't no real answer. They'd be what they always were. When the Moors took them out of the caves of Europe and taught them how to eat instead of eating with their hands, they try to call you monkeys. They do. They try to call black people monkeys. See, these stigmas of how they always try to perpetuate the black man. And it's like, only thing they're perpetuating is themselves. They used to call us monkeys. It's like, you don't see black people with hair all over their body looking like some ape. You know how a monkey is? When you shave him, he's white. He ain't black. He's white under all that fur. But they try to say it's you. They've always done that. And it's like, it becomes the norm. 
when it's not the norm and people don't speak out on it. People that should be speaking out on it don't speak out on it because they're too busy running and hiding because they may be getting a check of some sort. So it's like, oh, no, 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 you shouldn't say that. But you all, it's like Nick Cannon's situation. Nick Cannon made a comment with Professor Griff. And in making that comment, once it got back now, that particular interview was like a year ago. But once it got on YouTube and it got out, uh, some people didn't like it, then he goes and apologized. That's what he did. Nick goes and apologized for what he said when he should have just held fast on what he said. It's like, man, you said it. And you're going to apologize? You're going to act tough with Professor Griff? And all of a sudden, you're going to go and apologize for what you said. Because see, it's money. That's why he's a, Nick Cannon's a good brother. But you got a lot of brothers out there, you know, they don't care. They they swayed by the dollar. When they, when they canceled the show, wilding out. Now, you know, he done made some apologies. He done went and did the apology circuit. Now, that particular show might be coming back again. I ain't never watched it no way. And I never will watch it. After, you know, that behavior. It's like, dude, you should have held fast. But he ain't the only one. You got a lot of Negroes out there who love to apologize for something don't need to be apologized for. The truth does not need to be apologized for. But a lot of people, black people, apologize for the truth. Why? To stay in good graces with people that don't like them anyway. What would they be without racism? You figure it out. You answer it yourself. The same thing they've always been. What they are. Racism. It's a sad, 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 sad situation. And when you look at racism, it's just sad. You know, hate. Like, I'm better than you. A bully. Basically bullies. They are. They're just bullies. Bullies, my brothers and sisters. Racism. The prejudice that members of one race are superior to members of other races. The prejudice that members of one race are superior to members of other races. And I think that's sad. And it's very sad because it's not spoken about enough. And chances are it won't be spoken about enough because too many people running for cover for the truth. Black people, you are not inferior to white folks. They're the ones that can't stand in the sun. They got to use every ointment and all kind of stuff just to be in the sun. And then they want to get as brown as they can. It's not talking about white folks. It's just the truth. They're not superior to black folks, no matter how much money they have, no matter how much so-called power they may have. You see when you stand together and how much power you have. But when you scared to death Negroes out there that can't stand with your own brothers and sisters on issues that are really issues that affect not just black people, but affect everybody. Brothers and sisters. You have to decide, where are you going to stand? Are you going to stand on the side of rightful, truthful, 
this? Or are you just going to stand with a bunch of liars and haters? Racists? You have to decide. Till this day, you still got people in Congress feel that Biden ain't even the president. These are people, he's been a, he known, you know, he's been in politics for 40 something years. These are people that know him and they know the election wasn't real. But see, that's hate. Always remember, that's hate. That's white hate. The things that they do, that's white hate. That ain't no love. That ain't no systemic racism. You can call it that if that's what you want. Make you feel good. Make it sound more uh, politically correct. But it's hate. It's white hate. Why do white folks hate black people so much? Because they don't have what their ancestors had. Slaves. You find a bunch of white men want to sleep with sisters. Brothers sleep with white women. But still, we ain't talking about brothers. We talking about white folks. But yet, we are so inferior. They used to say black people smell. Do the math for yourself on that one. Everything negative they have always said about black folks is a plus on their side, not your side. And it's sad because where do these things be coming from? Well, it comes from them. That's why when you don't own anything, especially news media, when you have your own news media, see, news media was one of the best ways to promote that the, the election was fixed because he planted that seed and he kept planting it. And it started growing, growing, and then it grew all the way up to be an adult. And that's what happens with these people. When you don't have a black media that tells the truth, that's why I'm telling anybody, check out Roland Martin. You're going to get the truth on our side. Because we don't even, you see these uh, black news people, they're not putting out the truth. They're getting paid by a white network, so they got to be careful on how they put it. Look at Gail King. Gail got to be careful about what she says. See, you can only say so much unless you that person, like a Whoopi Goldberg, who can actually speak her mind. And then if they don't like it, then basically they can just kick rocks. But brothers and sisters, you have to answer that question for yourself. What would white people be without racism? Family? Enjoy your day. This is a Sunday Monday podcast from Renell's Real Talk Pod Radio Cast. I just wanted to bring it to you straight. I just wanted to drop that for you. Peace out, family. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the All Star Game tonight. I believe it's tonight. Yes, yeah, tonight. And that's just some food for thought. Peace out.